It's time for another Achieving Rally, the podcast. This week, we're going to be doing some more of Mysteries of Unexplained. But we're going to be doing it a little differently. So, uh, hold on to your butts. Alright, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast. We'll see you at the end. Take care now. Bye-bye then. Hey, Chris. Hey, Larry. Hey, Marissa. Hi, Larry. Hey, Marissa. How how was dinner, Marissa? It was very good, thanks. Okay, good. Alright, it's time to learn again something different. Something more different? Yes, something more different. So, it's time for some more Mysteries of the we got nothing else to do. That's right. 268. The trap that wouldn't spring. Isn't this like a Sherlock Holmes novel? Yes. Sounds like it. I'm just going to give you the cliff notes. Huh. Well, I'm going to give you the cliff cliff notes. The cliff Claven notes. The cliff Claven notes. Well, what you got to see is the the trap that wouldn't spring. On the morning of February 23rd, 1885, John Lee Hooker was taken from his cell at Exeter Prison, England, and led to the gallows in the prison yard. Dun, dun, dun. He had been condemned to death for murdering his employer, a wealthy old woman named Emma Ann Keesey. Keesey? Keys. Keister. Keister? I don't even know her. Uh, who had been found with her throat cut and her head battered by a hatchet. It had been a... Well, you use... He's a blunt end? Yeah, he's a blunt end. Why? (laughs) If your intention is to kill somebody, why would you use the blunt end? I mean, he already cut her throat. According to the way it's written, anyways. Just saying. It had been a brutal murder... Yeah, he's the blunt end. And Lee's guilt had seemed evident. He had a criminal record, and it was obvious that he hated Mrs. Keister. Now he climbs the steps onto the scaffold. His arms are pinioned behind him, and the hangman, a Mr. Oh, it's dumbass. A Mr. Barry White puts a white bag over his head and guides him to the trap door. The news... How are you feeling right, Ray? <laughs> <laughs> are you ready for a long drop? The noose is placed around his neck. Has he any last words? No. Drop away. Carnivorous. <laughs> what? Just go with it. Phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody in the audience goes... Dur, 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 dur. And then it never ends. No, he goes, yes, I do. This is the song that never ends. <laughs> yes, he's wrong. <laughs> no, because everybody in the audience starts going, hey, on and on. That's all. it ended for him, but everybody else is going to say, uh-oh. That's okay, I can walk away from him. <laughs> At this point, the trap should open. Lee should fall through. Lee should be jerked by the tightening noose ooh, and die of suffocation or a broken nake. But suffocating. Suffocating. But the bolt is pulled. Nothing holds the trap door in place. It doesn't open. <gasps> they didn't know the magic word. Die? Keep reading. No. Yeah. Uh, Lee stands there, bag over his head. Is it over? Noose around his neck. We done? 
They shuffle him to one side, try the trap again. And he falls through, killing the executioner. It opens smoothly as soon as the bolt is pulled. Again, they maneuver Lee onto the door. The sheriff signals. Mr. Barry again withdraws the bolt. Mr. Barry. And again, John Lee Hooker stands there, poised above eternity, on a trapdoor that refuses to open. They take him back to his cell. Now the sheriff investigates. The trap works perfectly to make absolutely sure the hangman stands on it. <laughs> hanging, hanging onto the rope with his hands. Oh no. When the bolt is pulled, the door opens and he falls true. They send for Lee again. Again. Uh, it's a little late. We can do this tomorrow. Again, the bag, the noose, the signal. Again, nada. The door won't budge. Someone suggested the door has been swollen by the recent rains. Its edges are planed to increase clearance. The morning is cold. And the witnesses, uh, there are newsmen among them, shiver. John Lee Hooker is shivering too. They stand him on the trap door and pull the bolt. And he remains there, as though an immovable mountain were beneath his feet. The bolt has slid away as it should. Nothing supports the trap door, but it supports John Lee Hooker. As though a mountain of rock wedged it in place. Did Mary go on with this? They take Lee back to his cell again. The sheriff... This is borderline cruel and unusual. The sheriff, buffled, writes to the home secretary... This is getting weird. <laughs> ...who orders a stay of execution... <laughs> From one end of England to the other, the newspapers are full of the story. John Lee Hooker, the man they can't hang. The situation is without precedent and debated at length. Take him somewhere else and hang him. It's true. And debated at length in the House of Common Mama Mullins. We could put him up on a tree. You couldn't just lynch the fucker. Do him, do him a good push. Eventually, John Lee's sentence was changed to one of life in prison. And after 22 years in December of 1907... He was released on parole. Oh, jeez. He married, unsuccessfully, and ended his days and ended his days as Fred Sanford in London. <laughs> He's thought to have died in 1943. Fucking A. He tried to get married unsuccessfully. Like he got all the way down to down the aisle and the trap door wouldn't open. I he didn't say he, he he got. He said it. It just says he married, and then in and then in Marissa, Marissa's it says unsuccessfully. Marissa's. Yeah, in parentheses. Oh, okay. The official explanation for Lee's escape, as detailed in the well, an escape, <laughs> he still spent that time in prison. As detailed in the in the anal register for 1885, was that the rain had caused the trapdoor of the gallows to swell, and had made it inoperative. A more colorful and less patently... When the, when the executioner got up there. Yeah, and less patently fictitious explanation given by former convict Frank the Tank Ross was that the gallows had been built by a highly skilled joiner, himself previously condemned to death and then re uh, reprieved, who had engineered the trap door to be jammed by the weight of the chaplain standing next to the condemned man. This was the case. It was never discovered during the minute minute official investigations of the scaffold, and it seems unlikely that during all the successful tests of the door, no one should have happened to activate the jamming mechanism, or 
that the prison chaplain should have stood exactly in the right spot to activate it throughout each of the four attempts to execute John Lee Hooker. Charles Fort, The Complete Books of Charles Fort, pages 1052 through 1055, David Wallachinetsky and Irving Wallace, The People's Almanac, number two, page 1182. All right, so uh, cue, I don't know, really old English music. Alright, so there you go Another episode of Achieving Reality The podcast done and done I hope you really enjoyed that one It's a little different than normal I mean, not really But uh, for that kind it was So, alright So for Chris Merson, parentheses Everybody else involved I'm Larry saying I really need to stop drinking so heavily <laughs>